It's it's not only us, Jen, because they just had a skit on SNL like a couple weeks ago. And it was like, my husband's out. What am I going to do? I'm going to put on a murder show, murder show, murder <laughs> show, murder show. And it's like, I'm going to watch this guy get disemboweled as I'm doing my nails or something. I don't know. It's so funny. And I was just like, this Thank is what God. women do. It's yes. so great. It made me laugh. You have to look it up. It's oh, hilarious. I will. That's, that's basically depicting um, any evening that I yeah. have. Welcome to the actor and agent, aka the dirt or the skinny, with me, Jen, and me, Snajina. Okie dokie. Yes, so welcome to this week of actor and agent. Um, this episode is it's mainly about mindset, I think. I mean, I, we haven't obviously dived into it, but um, I think that's where we're going to go. Yeah, it's an important factor in anything, but especially in this industry. hundred percent, because I think um, people who are in this industry definitely are probably the most um, sensitive. Sensitive in their heads, yeah. overthinking. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Pondering, worrying. Yeah. yeah. I love how, as I said, sensitive, I was also sensitive about even saying the word sensitive and questioning why I was saying sensitive. That's funny, isn't it? Um, How's this week been for you, Snesh? Yeah, it's been very quiet. Um, It's March right now, um, Mm -hmm. and it's been extremely quiet the past few weeks, like eerily so. Um, Oh, weird. But, uh, I mean, commercial work's been all right, but the film industry seems to be kind of quiet. But uh, someone mentioned to me that it's usually like this at this time of year. I've kind of forgotten about all the ebbs and flows of the industry just because COVID sort of oh, yeah. <laughs> changed all of that. But um, yeah, so hopefully it'll pick up in April. But with quiet times comes a lot of uh, emails and am I doing everything right? And do I need to do more tapes? And what's going on? And why hasn't my kid gotten an audition yet? And blah, 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 blah. And it almost sounds like an excuse when you're like, it's really quiet, so we just got to wait, but it's the truth, so. Well, you can't magic up work, can can you? That's the thing. No, exactly. Yeah, I think think people just don't really think about exactly, when they're signing up, they don't really, some, like, new people, especially, like, new parents and stuff, they don't really consider how it works. Mm -hmm. They're just like, oh, you get an agent and they find your kid work, and that's it. That does make it tough. And I know even being on on uh, on the actor side, that I know that I've definitely been, um, I've definitely done that before, but well, it's been it's a few normal. years. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's normal to get a little bit anxious when you haven't heard from your agent in a few weeks. I get that. And I don't mind people touching base mm-hmm. and then I'll tell them what's going on. Totes. I've also been doing this sort of thing every month or two where I'll just send a little emailer and say like, the industry right now and then I'll just sort of outline what's happening in film and TV what's happening in commercials what's happening in voiceover and be like you know if it's busy or not just to give people an idea of what's happening Mm. I feel like that helps dampen some of the anxieties out there yeah um, I think that's actually really I think it's a really valuable tool actually to to do that just to try and you know quell those fears before um 
before people kind of spiral too much because we can all get in our head everyone we, we can. can so let's talk about your week Jen yeah um bit of a roller coaster actually um I mean you know um but um yeah it's uh I started off the top of the week being literally I actually felt the word I used to to Lee is I felt bulletproof. I was like, I have, you know, I have incredible close friends. I have, um, you know, I've got my health, as far as I know, is pretty good. And also, I'm now like going for a chemistry read for the lead in a TV pilot. Like, whoa, yeah. that's incredible. I've never had this yeah. opportunity before. Like, whoa. And I felt really good. Like... I felt amazing. And it might, I might not be selling it that much right now because of the back half of the week. <laughs> um, but, um, and I know I should be really thankful for any and every opportunity that I get. And I, I, I literally had such a good time. But you know, when you're up that high and you're, you, there's only one way to go <laughs> and that's down. <laughs> um, so yeah, unfortunately, like it's, it's this kind of weird thing where it's been such a twisty turny week where I'm like, on one hand, you know, having a chemistry read, which is incredible. Like the fact that I might be one of two people that might be this female lead. And then in, on the other hand, just like continuing to write to um, acting agents and trying to get an agent um, I mean, obviously, I do have voiceover representation here in the UK, but I don't have theatrical rep. And it's a bit like, ah, oh, you just end up feeling so desperate. Like that saying, and the thing is, you obviously want to do a good job. So you like research the agency, you're like looking at individual agents and like what their clients are, what they're doing, what they're booking. And like, obviously, you don't want to choose anyone who looks very similar to you, like in their client list. And it's like so much effort. And then you get to the email and you try and make sure it's really personal and like not too long, but also like that it actually looks like you've done the research. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So, yeah. So then I kind of crashed probably. What day is it today? It's Friday. So, yeah, I crashed on Wednesday. And also, you know, I was doing, I, you know, I was doing some couple of workshops as well on that same day and I just did not have the energy and it was, uh, yeah. So anyway, it's just, it just shows how on one side you can be like, wow, all these amazing things are happening and it's so great. And then in the next breath, you're like, oh, but still no one wants to represent me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh, the struggle. The struggle is real. <laughs> No, definitely. I mean, and just a precursor, just because you're having a hard time finding representation, not only you, but anybody, it's not nothing about really, you know, your skill or who you are or your ability. It's there's so many factors to it, of course. Um, especially, especially um, now. Yeah, especially now. And there's just it's just so saturated with people. Um, especially if you're a Caucasian female 100%. in her, you know, late 20s or early 30s or whatever. I feel like there's there's a lot of you out there. And yeah. um, God, I wish I was in my late 20s. I wish. <laughs> I, I was being nice. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. 
we like to pretend. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so you can't. You can't. First of all, you can't take it personally, but no. it is tough. It is tough for somebody in your position to find representation, mm-hmm. and sometimes that might mean you know signing with somebody younger, maybe who has who's still building their roster, but who's still. I mean, at a I'm approaching those two. And, that's that's the yeah. that's the mad thing. Like it's like it takes a lot of effort to find those ones too. Like you know, right. like the newer agents that are signing to reputable. Uh, you know, that are with these reputable agencies and then mm-hmm. they're also building a roster. But obviously it takes time. And then I, I think, yeah, I managed to find a few and then I wrote to them. And then, you know, it's just the thing is I'm aware as well that I might be speaking too soon. Maybe in a week's time I might get like a lot of people being like, oh, hey, sorry, we haven't got back to you. You know, oh, but I love if that happens. That'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Okay, let's just put it into perspective here. Of course. Um, you're a busy agent. Um, you get lots of submissions. Um, sometimes you see somebody, oh, that's a nice headshot. That's a good face. Um, okay, it's the middle of the workday, so I'm not going to look at their demo right now. Um, tomorrow comes by, you've kind of forgotten that you've already opened that email. Yeah. Um, a few more days goes by, go back into like the submissions email. Oh, right, there is this pretty girl here that I was kind of interested in. Okay, let's take a look at her demo. So you know what? It it does take, it can take some time and it's easy to open something and then forget, especially mm-hmm. if you're in the middle of something else. So honestly, like conservatively, I'd say it can take like a week to 10 days for me to get back to somebody. Mm-hmm. So you can just imagine somebody in some hugely busy agency in the UK like maybe taking even up to two weeks to get back to you yeah yeah I can understand that I know actually when I was um looking for voiceover agent uh years and years ago because I've been with damn good what for what feels like um you know I think it's only six years but it does feel like a lot longer um in a good way (laughs) um but but, um I know when I was approaching voiceover agents that it was very, very quiet and I was reaching out and then I started to get a few no's and then and then um and then again it was quiet, but again I was just continually writing and then all of a sudden, you know, I heard from Damn Good and then I also heard from another agency a couple of days later and then another one about a month after that, being like, Hey, sorry, do you have representation now? And I'm like, Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm gone, but so lovely for you to write to me. That's great so yeah I mean I'm just you know you can't help but kind of get get down sometimes you know of course (laughs) I mean it's 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 our initial sort of thought of oh I'm just not good enough or I'm not interesting looking enough or whatever that they're that they are jumping on the opportunity but what I'm trying to say is that maybe you are and they've just it's just with emails and getting inundated with submissions it's easy to let people kind of slip through for a bit and then that's probably what happened with that other agency they said oh yeah like there was this girl and we checked her out and then we forgot and now oh shoot now it's been a month and she's probably repped damn but let's just check anyway yeah um which happens sometimes as well so yeah yeah no and i totally get that I totally get that. It's lovely when it happens, you know, and you get a few people right because then you're like, ooh, options. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. That's what you want. Yes. 
Definitely. Rather than being like, "Mm, this one person's written back and no one else. I guess that's it. (laughs) I know that sounds bad. But then what if you... But then, you know, again, you know, you shouldn't you should never feel uh, pressured to because the thing is, you don't really know what they're like until you actually have a meeting with them, even if it's over yeah, the phone. It could or be whatnot. amazing. Yeah, it could be. I mean, with somebody like me who I was in the industry and had a good roster and then, you know, left and now and then came back and had to regrow. I had to look for a lot of people who would be a hard fit with other agents because they probably already have a lot of similar talent Mm -hmm. so my door was a lot more open so I was one of those agents that was maybe one of the only ones getting back because I was looking still looking for those types of people to fit into the roster and when I say that I mean like it's usually young people in their 20s that are the hardest to fit in with new agents because there's so many of them applying yeah so yeah, I was still looking out for them and whatever. And, you know, I feel like I'm I'm still a good agent and that they got a good opportunity. But, yeah, so you should never, you know, always go take the meeting and see how you're feeling. Even if you feel like you haven't heard of them before or they're not with a big agency, like always take the meeting. You never know where they've come from, what they've, what they've done. I mean, when I started, I worked at one of the oldest and best agencies in the city mm-hmm. and – then I worked at a boutique agency that mostly focused on background. And then I started my own agency who people didn't really know what it was. Um, but they didn't, nobody knew that I'd gone through all those other steps. And then when I told them, oh, I've, you know, worked at this agency, I've been in casting, I've done this. They're like, oh, wow, like you've done so much. So mm-hmm. it's like you never really know where someone's come from. Totally. Just from my own experience. So, you know. You can find a little diamond in the rough there, maybe. Ah, oh, to <laughs> find the diamond. Thing. Yes. No, I know. That'd be, but, uh, that'd be nice. Yeah. But that would be nice. Anyway, um, yeah, it's. I feel like getting into the acting industry, you have to have a tough skin or you have to develop a tough skin. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to let things roll off your back. Yeah. And um, it's a process especially for people like us who are more sensitive Mm. and do tend to take things personally or overthink a situation. Um, I think you've mentioned to me that over the years, obviously, it's gotten easier for you with auditioning. Yeah, 100%. But um, you, just a reminder, like just new new people, especially like young people and kids, oh, it's so hard to explain that you're going to have to do this a lot before you recognize. And I always get this these texts from parents like after the first audition ever (laughs) oh like do you think that we didn't book it and I'm like well most likely not but no I don't say that but you know what I mean it's just it's it's very sweet and it's just it's hard because I know it's just especially for kids it's hard to explain something like that but yeah for young people it's it's easy just to get down on yourself and uh, new actors are always asking me oh is it past the point where you think I'm gonna get a call back and I feel like it's just something you have to let go yeah, of course. As an actor, right? You know what, though? I feel like it's so much, even though I was, you know, I, w- I was working it out the other day. Like, I have actually been in the industry for about 14 years. And, like, even though I would say my skin is pretty thick now, um, there are times when I think where I've been pushing the, that sounds American, pushing the gas pedal for quite some time on lots of different <laughs> things and then unfortunately that's when I start that's when my armor starts to get chinked um because right. I start to 
because then you start to and this is the worst thing for anyone to do is you start to take it personally and it really isn't personal um but I think when you're putting yourself out there especially when you're trying to get representation and it's just it's based on you not like um an audition which would be a character or like a specific job which you know there's so much involved in there that can go either way but is also the same with approaching representation I appreciate that but when it's like me as me I'm like but I'm really nice I'm also really easy to work with like you know I'm just pick me come on that's 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 kind of what ends up happening and so I just have to kind of talk myself around it and be like it's just the same as an audition just that and that's what I need to really learn is that it's the same as an audition really you just got to put it out there forget about it and just keep trucking and it's a numbers game and eventually something will stick yeah well (laughs) trust me Jen I've met and this is like my empathetic human side still coming out but I sometimes I meet with people who have applied and they're just so lovely and I really like them and we really like bond but it's just not a good fit and it's so hard not to just say yes yeah I can imagine because you like the person so and that's me who's like extremely empathetic to like the point of deterrence on my end where it's not always a good thing um and most agents who have been in this for a while they have a thick skin they're pretty hard yeah they I, this kind of sounds bad but they don't really see you as much as a person rather than where do you fit into my business kind of thing of course well not until you're at least a client of theirs i think until yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah that's what i mean yeah like the initial sort of analysis is how does this person fit into my business can they you know mm-hmm. make us some income blah, blah 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 and to be honest you've just said it there it's a business not personal Right. It is. But it's hard because it's the business of people. Mm -hmm. And I I struggle with this, too, uh, as an agent, um, where it's hard to remove emotion and feelings when you're dealing with a person who the person is technically the commodity. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's a tricky business. I feel like it's tricky when you are an empathetic person working with other empathetic people um, to remove that mm-hmm. from it and just make it very flat and businesslike. Yeah. I mean, obviously, sometimes you have to, but, yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky on both sides. It's, yeah. It, I feel like it's, it's – I feel like there's no real – I mean, we're saying, like, you know, you need to get a tough skin and, like, kind of this is the business or whatever, but I can see how it can be tricky to yeah. – It'll be like a constant kind of battle almost. But, 100%. Um, it's like being on a, uh, oh, what's it called? I want to say seesaw. Is that right? Seesaw? Yeah. 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 Being on a seesaw, you know, you kind of, you run over to one end and you're like, oh, shit, the other side's the other side's going up. Quick, run to the other. Oh, God, wait, just stand <laughs> in the middle. Just kind of <laughs> yeah. try and balance this thing. It is, um, yeah, it is, it is difficult. Um, but, um, you know, I don't know about you. What do you what do you do if you because obviously um, I know that you obviously have some anxieties about bits and bobs um, and, you know, in a 
inner monologue stuff I'm sure that happens with you is there like things that you notice and like you do to kind of practice a little bit of self-care is there something that you do specifically totally and I'll be very candid like I've had anxiety for a long time and that's just a part of my life and something that I have to cope with um so you can just imagine that owning two businesses and having to deal with you know 200 something odd people at a time or more um is a lot of pressure and also I am very competitive with myself and part of myself where I'll compare myself to (laughs) companies who have been around for 30 years and be like oh why are they doing that and we're not and it's funny I mean I think that's good I think it's good that I'm looking up and trying to get better but I think when I start doing that I notice my like if I'm comparing myself to like even if you're an actor and you're comparing yourself to like a celebrity or somebody around you who's auditioning tons like you just need to take a step back and say well, they've been in this industry for a lot longer than I have. They've paid their dues. They've worked hard. They've forged their own connections. I'm still starting out, and I'm still building up to that Mm -hmm. um, reputation. So I just kind of take a step back and take a breath and say, you're doing really great for where where you're at right now, and you can't necessarily compare yourself to everybody. I feel like actors do that a lot where – You'll get emails and they'll say, oh, like my my friend is auditioning all the time and da, da, da. And I'm like, well, okay, but who's your friend? Yeah. You know what I mean? What what do they look like? How long have they been in the industry? Do they have credits? Like there's just so many elements. So doing a comparison to somebody else is just very, it's tricky and you should never do that. And whenever anybody emails me and they're starting to compare themselves to other people, I'm saying, I always say immediately, look, stop. Yeah, you can't compare yourself to somebody else, especially in this industry, because every little thing could be could make or break somebody or just make the difference. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. And then I think it's important also to have a balance, a work life balance. And I really I really thrive or sorry I really strive to do that in my life Mm -hmm. um sometimes I feel guilty about it because I feel like if I go for a walk in the middle of the day to get some air and you know try not to check my emails for half an hour I feel like I'm letting people down or something or if somebody (laughs) sees me they're gonna be like oh my god my agent's not doing anything yeah she's She's waltzing around how dare she (laughs) yeah and I feel like that's I shouldn't feel that way. No, I mean, definitely not. Hundred percent. That's not like because it's really that industry where it's all the time. It's, well, it's all consuming, isn't it? It just yeah. You know, you you need it's every to be hour able of to. the day. Yeah, and yeah, you just need to draw the line, and maybe just not care so much what other people yeah. think because it's uh, it's for you. Totally. I don't know. That was this, a long-winded answer. No, I love but. it. No, I love that answer. And you know what? Um, it reminds me of, uh, I think I might have even brought this song up before or maybe you've also heard it. But you know the sunscreen song where it's like uh, in there it's also got um, uh, the race is long, but in the end it's only with yourself. Huh, that's nice. And I literally yeah. love that. And it's also, there's like so many, there's so many great lines in there. It's, it's I think it's called the the sunscreen song, and it's like um, uh, saying about the best um, advice that he could give was you know um, wear sunscreen, 
Um, and then it's also talking about, you know, um, uh, oh, just so there's literally so many, there's so many nuggets in there. And I listened to that the other day, although I haven't listened to it this week, but I should. Um, and like that, just that line, the race is long, but in the end, it's only with yourself. And I'm like, ah. Oh. It's so accurate, Baz Luhrmann. It's so accurate. How dare I? How dare I compare yeah. myself to other people? Um, but also, yes, it is good to have a, a, a work-life balance. I'm not the best at doing that. Um, no. I'm the worst, <laughs> actually. I'm not the worst, but I'm pretty bad. I'm pretty shocking. Um, and I And I do it all... I do it all with a smile and I just keep going and going and going and going until um, until I basically just, yeah, crash and cry. Um, (laughs) um, And, you know, and I think in a way, I won't dive too much into it, but like the last few years, obviously, I have still been able to do a lot of voiceover, but um, I was running and managing a hairdressing salon here in the UK. And um, there's actually nothing more um demoralizing than pretending that everything's okay in front of paying clients and smiling whilst you literally you don't have anything left and unfortunately that's just kind of something that I do whether it's you know in you know in my job uh or sometimes even at home it's terrible I shouldn't but I do because I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable because I'm pushing myself to the edge. It's my fault for doing such a thing. But um, it is something that I'm trying to learn. And um, last night I was like, um, uh, I was like, right, I need to do something. I need to. And even uh, even my husband, he was like, he got so mad at me the other day when I started like having a bit of a crash. And he was like, I've been telling you that you need to chill out, like read a book, have a bath, watch some TV. Like there's no guilt there. Just just chill out. And I was like, I don't have any books. And he was like, well, buy some books. So last night I bought seven. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. They, and three of them have arrived today. So I imagine tomorrow I will. I think I just need a bit of escapism and a way, a time away from screens because definitely it's not always that good and also again I shouldn't really complain too much because today we actually released the first episode um on all app mediums so you know and woo-hoo. I yeah woohoo um and I and I need to do those kind of things when I'm feeling a bit like blur I need to do something that's for me that I know will make me feel uncomfortable for a little bit but then once yeah. it's out there it doesn't matter um Actually, that's why I, I tried feel... stand up. Actually, is is as well as oh. to put myself in in the firing line. <laughs> it's terrible, but it happens anyway. I was gonna say that I feel like I'm better at giving myself a break. Yes, and like deserving and giving myself that moment that I feel like I deserve. Mm-hmm. Or like sometimes it's as simple as shit. I've had a bad day. I'm gonna go down to the market and get myself this amazing donut that I love oh. and eat it. And just just a little something for you to mm. make yourself feel better. And yeah, just like taking time to have a bath or yes. watch a funny TV show. Mm-hmm. Like I did that yesterday. At the end of the day, I was, it was so quiet. And I just put on like this movie that I used to watch when I was younger, Blue Crush. Oh, yeah. And I know it by heart, but it just Isn't makes that the me surfing happy. one? Is that the surfing yeah. one? Oh, I've never seen yeah. it. I actually really want to yeah. see it. 
Oh. It's great. It's with Kate Bosworth and Michelle Rodriguez. Right. And some surfer chicks. It's cool. Um, oh, it's just awesome. fun. Um, and I just put it on because I haven't watched it since, or when I first discovered it, I was 15. Actually, this is a funny story. I was 15 <laughs> modeling in Malaysia and Ooh. it was in the model's apartment. Um, and I actually took the DVD with me because I loved it so much. Did and, you? <laughs> uh, yeah. And on the way back home, I had stopped through LAX and um, on my way changing terminals, I saw Kate Bosworth outside and I knew it was her because she has two different colored eyes. Oh. And we just sort of, I smiled at her like this big smile and, and she kind of nodded at me and smiled back. And it was just this lovely moment because I had been oh. watching that movie for like a month, a bunch of times. <laughs> and then I saw her and it was just so lovely. Oh. But um, yeah, that was just that. a little tidbit that I wanted to share. No, but, that's um, lovely. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, have that time where you do something for you that you like, even if it's something little. Mm. And um, I know we're not really in this age of people reading tons, but I feel like if you're in the this industry and you're an actor, reading is so ha handy and helpful mm -hmm. just to see dialogue and, you know, explore different stories. And obviously, like, things in books are way richer and more interesting, mm -hmm. and the scenes are set so much better. So, I mean, it's beneficial, but I think it's also just such a good way to wind down at the end of the day. I do yeah. it every night, even if it's just for 15 minutes, a half hour or whatever. Oh, I'll just nice. read in bed and it's just such a nice way to get out of your head and get into a good story. Um, what are you reading so yeah. at the moment, out of curiosity? Um, yeah, I actually just finished this teen murder <gasps> mystery thing that's going to be a show on Netflix. Oh. It's called One of Us is Lying. Ooh. The book was actually sold out everywhere, so I got it on Kindle. But um, it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it is a teen book, so mm -hmm. um, but it was fun, um, and there's more in the series. But right now I'm reading a book called The Sanatorium. Oh. Um, as actually Reese's book club pick. What a nerd oh. am I. But it sounded good. Um, it's uh, about a old sanatorium, basically, that was turned into a fancy ski hotel. And it's in the middle of nowhere. So it kind of gives you like the shining vibes, um, like in the snow. And people keep, you know, disappearing and you don't know why. And... There's just, there's a woman who's like an ex-detective that's there with her fiance meeting her brother. And there's just this weird tension there because her younger brother died and they don't know why. And they're all suspicious of each other. So mm. there's a lot of tension and they, they really set the scene really beautifully of like the snow and the eeriness and like the creepiness of this place and its history and stuff. So I oh. like creepy stuff. So <laughs> it's me nice too. for me. <laughs> Yeah, so it's cool. Are oh, you reading wow. anything good yet? What what books did you pick up? Uh, well, um, I was actually just looking um to try and because I don't I just literally ordered a bunch um uh there's so the three that have already arrived today. <laughs> this is going to be like a real <laughs> insight into the mind of Jen. Um, so uh, one of them is called The Dark Side of the Mind: True Stories from My Life as a Forensic Psychologist. <laughs> Damn. I know, I can't wait. Um, so excited. And then the <laughs> second one is called The Book Club, but it's called, but it's a 
an absolutely gripping psychological thriller with a killer twist. Um, and another one is called Blood Orange. Uh, those are the three that have arrived today. But the other ones Something that are arriving, as well. <laughs> basically all murder, all murder. But um, I, but tomorrow is arriving. I don't know. Have you ever read The Tattooist of Auschwitz? I have it here. I haven't read it yet, but it's, it's on my list. Oh, it's it's well, it's it's incredible. It's such a. I mean, it's, it's such an it's such an awful story, but it's so because it's true as well. I think that's what makes it so powerful when you're reading it. Well, there's a there's another yeah. story called Silka's Journey, and it's about uh, a character that you'll come across in the Tattooist of Auschwitz. And so it'd be, I'm really interested to find out what happened to this character, Silka. And then I also have ordered, um, it's called Happy, Finding Joy in Every Day and Letting Go of Perfect by Fern Cotton. <laughs> um, I have so many of those in my house and I haven't read them, but yeah, I should. <laughs> I always buy those ones and then I'm like, oh yeah, but the murder is just so like, <laughs> it's gonna, uh, people are gonna think okay. we're absolute psychos, but I just, um, my, yeah. Yeah. No, just interject quickly about the murder. Um, it's it's not only us, Jen, because they just had a skit on SNL like a couple weeks ago. And it was like, my husband's out. What am I going to do? I'm going to put on a murder show, murder show, murder <laughs> show, murder show. And it's like, I'm going to watch this guy get disemboweled as I'm doing my nails or something. I don't know. It's so funny. And I was just like. This Thank is what God. women do. It's yes. so great. It made me laugh. You have to look it up. It's oh, hilarious. I will. That's, that's basically depicting um, any evening that I yeah. have. But I feel like also for you and me, what it's about mostly when we're watching it is just like we love um, – it's just about the mind. It's the psychology of it all. Like mm -hmm. we're just so interested in how people are like this. Of course. Absolutely. And how they got to be that way. That's what I find fascinating. I think you – Find the same thing. Well, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And I have to ask before I um, mention something else. But have you? F um, you must have finished it. But behind her eyes. Oh yeah, I finished it. What did you think? <laughs> I mean, it was great. It was really well done. But yeah, totally crazy. And uh, didn't it make you feel a little bit dirty though? In a way, I felt dirty at the end. Yeah, definitely. at the very end. Yeah, for many levels, I was like, oh no. Ugh. And then. It stuck with me, yeah. Yeah, for, for a couple of days there, yeah. I'm like, oh, I know it's it's like a but, yeah. it's like a stink that won't wash off. It's yeah. just, um, it's but it's also brilliant. Yeah. Um, for anyone who hasn't yeah. watched it, is incredible. Yeah. But it is, yeah, yeah, it's very much um uh, difficult. I don't know if you've actually heard of or listened to. There's a podcast. Um, I've binged it. It's already it's already come and gone for me. But I loved it. I was actually doing it whilst I was um padding out this uh voice booth. Um. And uh, it's called The Apology Line. It's on... Oh, Sean told me to oh. listen to that. Oh so I've listened God. to the first two episodes. Yes. I need to keep going, but I haven't had many opportunities to podcast. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to... She uh, says okay, whilst making a that. podcast. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, to listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I will... I'm definitely on that one. Oh, man. But... Back to behind her eyes just yes. quickly. Yes. And everybody listening, this was what Jen and I do all the time. We'll just totally veer off into a topic of what we're watching. Mm -hmm. Um which I I'm surprised we've actually very fun. managed to hold yeah. off as long as we have in the episodes oh, to not yeah. <laughs> go tangent. Well, it's totally relevant. Like yeah. everyone listening should be watching stuff all the time. Yeah. Um so 
I always forget her name, but the lead in um, Behind Her Eyes, Bono's mm. daughter. Yes. Dark hair, blue eyes. Um, yes. I'm so fascinated with her now, and we're actually watching a new show that just came out on Amazon Prime called The Luminaries. Oh. And it's with her, um, the guy from that movie yesterday, the lead, oh, yeah. and um, Eva Green. Mm, I love Eva Green. some other... English actors and what it's about. It's about the gold rush in New Zealand, mm -hmm. um, but mixed with like mystical things and Ooh. you don't really know what's going on. And it kind of goes back and forth in the timeline of uh, like what's happened. How did this person die? And um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's got to involve they, someone dying. <laughs> of course it does. Um, but it's absolutely gorgeous. It's obviously mm. shot there. It's stunning, like, scenery. Wow. Um, the clothes are really amazing, and the acting is just super excellent. So we're super into it. Um, there's only six episodes, but we're almost done, and I really like it. And uh, I really like her now. So <laughs> she's yeah, so great. She is so captivating. Like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, she's just incredible. She's like, uh, to use a word that... Uh, um, a mutual friend of ours, Jeff, um, would say it's the gold standard. It is the gold standard <laughs> when you watch her. She is the gold yeah. standard. Um, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, she is. She. I'm hoping she'll have a good career going. Oh, I hope so. She's bound to. She's bound to. Um, yeah. Anyway. No, no. Well, that, to be honest, I think <laughs> it, it does. Like you say, it does all tie in. Um, and you know, if it's if it's a book, if it's a podcast, if it's a movie, if it's a yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's good way TV. to escape, especially now. It's so not only are are actors struggling to get in the room, but it's also super heavy. The world is super heavy right now, so mm -hmm. we need to not forget that we have that subconsciously on top of us constantly, mm -hmm. um, along with everything else. Um, even if you're not aware of it, it's there. So absolutely, you, know, you need to keep that in mind as well, and. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's really tough. And I feel like it's easy to sort of look in to something that's happening at like a macro level right now because it's not like we're have so many options of, you know, going out and meeting friends and going bowling and planning my ne our next beach holiday and yeah. what are we going to do this summer? It's sort of like everything is focused in on what's happening right now because that's all we really have at the moment in a way. Yeah. Um, that sounds really bleak, but you know what I mean. No, but I know, um, honestly, I know exactly what you mean, but it, it did make yeah. me, um, it did make me chuckle, my inside chuckle about bowling. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I went bowling. Right? But it's, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's something, well, something to do. here's a good segue. Um, a friend of mine who will be on our next podcast, Sinead yes. Curry, is currently in Australia and they're doing so well in the pandemic that she went to go play mini golf the other day. And I was just like, oh. in what universe are you living in that you've gone to play mini golf? And she also went to a live concert. Ah, the dream. Yeah. Yeah. And she sends me little videos walking down the street and it's just like busy and just totally normal. She's living in some bizarro world. Um, and good, I hope it stays world. that way for them. Yeah, yeah me I too. really hope it stays that way. But it's just so, 
it's so crazy to see it. It's almost like it doesn't make sense. That I don't compute in my yeah. head that yeah. that's a possibility somewhere. But it's a good kind of beacon of hope, I think, for people to 100%. think about. Actually, and, it'd be good. Um, um, it'd yeah. be good for you to kind of talk a little bit about Sinead just before. Um, yes. You know, because yeah. I, mean, I know we'll obviously we'll we'll talk more yeah, yeah. next week, but it'd be lovely just to hear a little well, snippet. Sinead is this beautiful, bubbly Australian actress, mm. and she's also um, she does marketing and communications as well. Um, she, I met her when she was living here. She actually did a side job at the old agency that I was living and uh, working at. And we met that way and I just was totally captivated by her. So obviously we became friends. Um, did you also rep uh, her? Well, I rep her now. That's hilarious. For Canada. I'm sorry. That sounds really bad. No, no. I friends rep her now for Canada. There's but a, there's a she's trend. Not, there's a trend. Well, she's not here. <laughs> no, so I, I can't really no, represent her teasing. anyway. Yeah. But yeah, no, of course. Remember what we said in the first episode. Exactly. <laughs> you want a friend, sign up with Snishina. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, so she was here and she was, you know, as what we call a struggling actor. But uh, she booked some great things while she was here. She did really well. Um, she's most famously known for um, being... I forgot the name of the character right now, but I will definitely say it when we introduce her uh, <laughs> the next episode. But she was um, one of the guest stars in Nancy Drew in season one. Oh, wow. She was the girl who was murdered. <laughs> so she was kind of like the main murder mystery topic throughout the whole thing. So Sweet. that's what she's most famously known for but she's done a sprinkling of other amazing things she's also a very talented voice actor and uh yeah still keeping busy in australia now um and she's doing great like she had a bit of a struggle here because um she had a hard time getting another visa and finding a place to stay and it was just kind of a tricky time for her and then she went back home and sort of just turned everything around for herself this past year and she's just doing super great so it's just lovely to see yeah and uh yeah you'll you'll hear her she's just a ray of sunshine so um it'll be super fun to chat with her and she's been in the industry for a really long time as well nice uh, yeah i feel like you two would actually have a lot to talk about yeah she seems an absolute delight actually she's already sent me a little um image of her eating muesli in the morning and i think it was like something oh, like 4 30 a.m and she was she's like so good sweet. morning and i was like oh that's really early for you what are you eating muesli and she's like correct and i was like oh you're adorable um so yeah, yeah i'm really looking forward to to chatting to yeah. her so yeah, yeah it'll be the first be guest we have that i don't i don't know <laughs> so i'll be like yeah exactly. hey nice to and see just you. to say I started mm. repping her because we were sort of, um, <laughs> no, I need to say this. Of course. Uh, I need to defend myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, we were just sort of becoming friends and she felt like she, I was talking about, you know, I mean, I was um, becoming an agent again at the time and I was just, we were talking a lot of back and forth about, you know, deals that she was getting and things that she was getting put out for and just like my opinion on everything and I think she just really respected the way I worked and how I saw things and 
how I saw things for her. And we just decided that it would be a really good partnership for us to work together. Definitely. And, you know, I was very hesitant as we started becoming closer friends. But, um, you know, it works for us. It works for us. And, mm-hmm. I, and I mean, she's my only friend that I represent now. Um, so, yeah, I feel like there isn't any conflict of interest. And I would never be that kind of agent anyway where I'm mm-hmm. like ooh it's my friend I'm gonna put them out for everything good and everyone yeah. else just gets scraps <laughs> like that's never that's never gonna be no. something I would do no. but um yeah unfortunately because of COVID um and the fact that she's in Australia we can't really we haven't really been working together that much because it's just not possible Mm-hmm. But uh, I was just about to say, what a what a wonderful opportunity then to at least have her on the podcast. So it feels like you're working together, if you know what I mean, on something. Oh no, hundred percent, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, you'll you'll love her, guys. You'll love her. She's so great. She's so awesome. Brilliant. She's so great. Cool. So that's a that that's where we're going to be heading to next week then. Well, obviously yeah. in our respective cupboards. Um, that, that's our where... respective cupboards and visiting sunny Australia. Yeah, where COVID <laughs> is no more. Oh, the dream. Delight. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, if you do enjoy the podcast and um, you want to tell your friends, please do, uh, especially if it's nice things. Um, tell your friends. <laughs> um, share it. Um, and uh, it also, even better, if you could give a little cheeky review if it's a nice one but if it's a bad one keep that to keep yourself, it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um but uh, but yeah because it all helps and um and then that means that we can keep well we'll keep doing this anyway whether you like it or not um <laughs> so um <laughs> so yeah okay until then until next week take care so bye from me bye bye